Welcome, everyone and no one, to Inside the Cage. Uh, my name's Kyle Green. I am the host of the podcast, and uh, this is the very first episode, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, if you found us, you found us on Fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts, uh, and we appreciate any type of feedback uh, that you guys can give us here at the show, so uh, that way we can make it better and more enjoyable to listen to. Uh, just to give you a quick idea of what the show entails and will entail, uh, we are a current events and entertainment uh, podcast uh, that features you know everything from what's going on in the world to film, television, comic books, video games, professional wrestling, sports, you name it, we talk about it. Um, it's one of those things where I've always appreciated listening to podcasts of, uh, you know, people that just kind of talk about stuff in the world and give their opinion. Uh, I mean, we have 24 hour news cycles that just regurgitate the same bullshit over and over again. Uh, and it's nice to hear voices from different walks of life and what they see in relation to what we hear in, you know, major media and other, you know, larger podcasts. So, uh, this is my opportunity to provide some of that to you guys. Uh, every week, we're going to have a new show. It's going to be available on Friday afternoons. Uh, so once uh, once you're in your car and you're heading home, feel free to check it out. Uh, or, you know, if you're mowing the grass on the weekend, why not pop the headphones in and take a little listen to Inside the Cage? Uh, this is, once again, is our very first episode. And uh, with me today is a really good buddy of mine. His name's Andrew Spink. Uh, he works for a company called Major Brands and is a liquor distributor. And uh, we sit down and we, we shoot the shit. And uh, after that, we talk a little bit about how uh, his business and uh, my, uh, my other job uh, are currently affected by COVID-19 and, you know, what that looks like for us in the future. Uh, that's going to be the latter half of the show. Uh, but uh, nonetheless... Why, why give you guys the description of it? I'm just going to let you listen to it. Uh, so without further ado, this is uh, Inside the Cage with Andrew Spink. You should be able to hear yourself because well, you're speaking. Because I'm a human. And that's what people do when they talk. They can hear themselves unless they're deaf. I get it. I get it. Oh, shit. How was your day? It's good. Yeah. It's good. Been yeah. slow. I figure we'll we'll just we'll banter for a minute and then we'll get into I've been, uh been watching a lot of uh <laughs> so my sister in law is staying with us for a little bit and she's watching this stupid show called Love Island on Netflix. What is Love Island? Hulu Hulu Hulu. Uh so Love Island is a is a god awful show. Uh they bring five singles uh five single guys and five single girls uh onto a <laughs> like this amazing villa on some crazy island i think spain or whatever oh okay so and, it's, and, just, it's and they, just like a private island kind of thing yeah and they go there to find uh true love right okay <laughs> no here, here's the deal. do they is that here. what it is well, that what, is it like the bachelor except on an island i guess kind of so right but it's five and five right it's not like all pink competing for one person right? okay um but over time right mind you there's 50 fucking episodes in one season 50 and each episode is a day, right? Damn, so they just filmed constantly. Constantly. And like and when you're watching it live, people can actually vote for like who their favorite couples are. Wait, it's broadcast live on Hulu? Well, no, it's it's broadcasted live when you actually follow the season. Oh, so it's on is it on like a network channel or something uh, normally? I, yeah, I don't know what it I, is this, though. I don't know what it is. <laughs> 
And like, like mind you, I would have never found this if it wasn't for my uh, my sister in law. Have you have you grown to really enjoy? I'm on fucking thirty three episodes, dude. Oh my dude. god! Don't tell me and that the, shit. I know. I are you? Know. And this isn't one of those things you've been forced into watching. You, no, it you was, happily it was sit down and do it. One of those things where I sat down and was just making fun of it because it was. When you watch this, I mean, you feel a lot better about your life and your situation because yeah. of these people that are on the show. <laughs> uh, and then over time of making fun of it, you end up asking yourself, holy shit, what happens next? Yeah. Wait a minute. They just did that? Wait, what? And then now here's the crazy part, though. Dude, they'll, they'll find connections and they'll start, like, really feeling it with uh, whoever. And then they'll bring two new people on the island. And they'll take them on dates, right? Yeah. And then... They could change their minds on, like, if they really like this person or switch. And then the fucking craziest part is at one point they separate the guys and the girls and bring them into completely different houses. And then where the guys are at, they'll bring in five new girls. And then where the girls are at, they'll bring in five new guys. <laughs> and they kind of start this spiral again. They're like, okay, well, we were already coupled up and we have feelings for these people. Sure. But let's see how far these feelings can lie when I bring you five sexy motherfuckers to oh come my in here God. and try to change your mind. Right? This sounds, it honestly, it sounds like a televised psychology experiment. It is exactly what it is. Like, it, that's, exactly, that's exactly what it sounds like. It is, it, it is what it is. Man, that's wild. Yeah, that reminds, me, that reminds me of a. There was like a study that I think it was Stanford or Princeton or one of those Ivy League schools did where they like they took people like a big group of people and they're like, all right, you four are like the jailers and you, you know, 30 are the inmates. And when they gave the jailers absolute power, they abused the people that were supposed to be the inmates, like not like physically. They didn't actually do it, but like on paper, like they every single time would like treat the the people that were considered lesser than them like shit oh my god and then the same thing like you took some of those inmates out and like you you switch up the group again and you do it again and the people that were in charge 100% of the time i don't know if it's 100 but it's 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 a super high number um they abused the people below them and so it was like a crazy psychology experiment i was like man i wish that that was a tv show and this kind of sounds like that a little bit but more in like a a a sexy way this is sexy psychological abuse it is uh yeah i mean it yeah it is i mean you're watching like there was a lady who actually had to leave the show because she was so in love with this guy (laughs) <laughs> right? She still... <laughs> dude, no. She spent four weeks with the same guy, and they were coupled up the entire time, right? And they just connected and talked about all this crazy shit, I guess, right? Whatever yeah. fucking... Yeah, what, I mean, you don't know what they what they didn't show yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and then whenever they split up the guys and the girls and brought in new girls, the dude was like, well, I don't know what happened. I thought I had such a strong connection, and now my dick is pointed in the other direction. Oh, you know God. what I mean? And he had to come back, and he's like, I'm a good person, so I need to tell her the truth. So he told her that. He's like, I I lied to myself, and I just don't fucking like you. Oh, wow. The and whole she, time? Dude, and, she, and he's, like, he's like, I respect you, but I think I was lying to myself because I wanted to be in a couple because that's kind of what this show was about, that I misguided myself 
with these false feelings. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and this lady, she literally goes, like, she couldn't fucking handle it and left the show. (laughs) Because if you win, right, if you win. Is this an American show or is this, like, a British show? There is an American one, but it is the U.K. Okay. So you know they're a little more gritty about it because the U.K. get away with it. Yeah, the Brits Brits get away with their sexuality way more. It's a little little strange. Yeah. But um, (laughs) at the end of the show, apparently, uh, the last remaining couple on the island gets to split 50,000 pounds. And then it's up to them whether or not they want to split it. Like, so I think it all goes into the girl's hands, right? So at the end, if the girl really enjoys the guy and really appreciates the couple they made out of it, they, oh, can, that's sp- so they can split the 20, 25000 each. Yeah. Or she can just fucking run with the money and say, fuck you, dude. Dude, she's going to run with the money Bro, every I'm, single I'm time. You, I, you don't trust them fucking people, man. I, well, like, just, dude, I mean, like, at it. the end of the day, I mean... You think back, think back to like my fucking wife would leave me for fifty thousand fucking dollars. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. Dude, Shut she'd be, up. You'd be like, okay, well, hey, we're gonna give you fifty thousand dollars. Do you want to stay and split it with your husband, or do you just want to get the fuck out of Dodge and start a new life? She's like, I'm <laughs> she, gonna get out of here and I'm gonna take leaves, the baby. I was gonna say yeah. she leaves you with your daughter and just ducks and runs with hey, fifty see, grand. That'd be fucked up, first that's of all, not... because that's a lot of work, and I'd have no money. To, you know, I'm like, that's a real bitch move. You don't. You can't start a new life with fifty thousand dollars. What do you think this is? Nineteen eighty six. <laughs> I don't think you could have started in 86 dude. Bullshit, dude, you totally could Have you watched Married with Children? I mean, come on, that guy was a shoe salesman And he had a huge house With two kids and a wife that did nothing He was doing just fine At about 50k a year Well, have you seen HGTV? Uh, apparently if you sharpen pencils You can, you can afford 2.3 million dollar fucking homes so. Wait, what? Just kidding. <laughs> I was just relaying a meme that they had, uh, or like all the HGTV. It shows their professions and it shows the houses that they want to purchase. And they oh, show and like property is. brothers and all that. Yeah, shit. something like that. Yeah. And they're like, uh, the meme goes, uh, "I'm a stay-at-home dad, and my wife sharpens pencils for a living. Uh, our budget's two point three million." <laughs> 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 that shit is it's so real though because their jobs are so fucking irrelevant to the budget they're really throwing out there but yeah. hey so by the way i also heard that these shows were so fucking fake right um dude a lot of i worked on reality tv shows they are 100% bullshit most of the time but i didn't realize they went to this extent right so um a, a good friend of mine her ex-boyfriend eric he had a, a huge, he has a really nice house and um property managers or a reality tv show like the producers and stuff came by and they asked him like hey listen um we're doing a show in this area uh i would like to know if you're okay with us using your house as one of the locations that the couple will purchase and he's like uh i mean i don't you know whatever dude i don't give a shit he wasn't did they want to film inside his house and everything inside his house they had the couple walk through his house as one of the offers that they were going to refuse right Mm -hmm. Um, and he was fucking upstairs. He, he sat, the whole time? He, was, he sat in his attic, <laughs> dude. Because they're like, he's like, I'm not going anywhere. He's like, well, we're going to need you out of the picture. So he went into his attic, and he was in there for like three hours while they were filming in his house. <laughs> Wait, so they showed up that day they with like showed, a crew, they and they're like, we're coming right, right inside if you yeah, agree? He took him and his dog to the attic. Dude. How much did they pay him? I don't know what they paid him, but... <laughs> it fucking happened. That'd be so weird. And you can weird. actually find the episode on, like, on their website. That'd be so weird, dude. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I don't know. I'd be a little upset about it, but at the same time, then you realize how fake these shows are. Oh, like, yeah, dude. Reality TV is 100% bullshit. It's, it's almost always based on like whatever the producers are trying to get. 
Uh, you know, correct. like they're not like there's no I, I mean, there's some semblance of reality. It's so like you got to get ratings, right? Yeah. So like, for instance, like the show that I worked on uh, was on the Outdoor Channel. It was uh, called Elite Tactical Unit and only aired for like a season or two. I think it, it wasn't on very long. Sounds kind of awesome. Uh, it was really cool. It was like uh, we basically all the best like SWAT operators in the country came together. So like the best SWAT dudes from each like organization came together and they competed they were broken into teams and they competed using like uh like it wasn't augmented reality it was like laser tag more than anything okay um but we set up scenarios for them so like one of them was in a parking garage downtown where there was a girl that was held hostage in the trunk of a car and there were dudes so you use real life situations yes yeah so like we we one of one of our pas was the girl and we zip-tied her and put her in the trunk of a car. And there were, like, six dudes that were extras that all got, like, the laser tag guns and shit. And all of the SWAT guys had guns, too. And each team took a turn going in. And whoever did it most efficiently uh, was the winner. And the losing team had to select two guys to go against each other in mm. live fire exercises using six-hour weapons. So, like, I built all the targets that they shot. Right. Um, and, and you're saying like what kind of, what kind of? You said it was more like a laser tag. So was it infrared or did they? Yeah, use like it was paint a, bullets. No, no, it was like, it was infrared. It was like a digital system. Like it was this new tech. Like ten years ago, it was new. Now tech. did it produce a shell when you shot? No, it didn't. But okay. there there was like a there was like a vibrating feedback to like the gun. So like Got it. It, it felt so you like you were shooting when you were something. Shooting, right? Yeah. Yeah, you you knew like it felt like a round went out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was all like laser based. So did they have everybody to wear had, like, sensors, sensors all stuff. over? Everybody had you had like five sensors over your body, um, and like I think there was like there was like a cap or like a headband or something that also had a sensor in it in case like there was like a headshot. But like I mean, they're SWAT operators. They're not I mean, supposed sounds, to be shooting dudes in the head. That sounds extremely exciting. It was, dude. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun to shoot. Um, the live fire stuff was dope. I built targets. Me and uh, the art director built these floating targets. We filled light bulbs with tannerite and then, like, mm. uh, like covered them up, which any, for anybody that doesn't know, tannerite is anytime you see, like, dudes on TV that are like, man, we bought explosives. They just bought tannerite, yeah. which is just a thing that when you shoot it with a gun, it impacts and it explodes. Like, like Joe like Exotic, right? Yeah, Joe Exotic, yeah. Yeah, Joe Exotic was not buying explosives. Okay. He was buying Tannerite, which you can buy at any gun store in the country. Uh, and it, it, it nice ships online. He's not, like, building bombs or anything. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we, we filled light bulbs with Tannerite and then, like, duct taped them. And then we took, uh, like, plywood boards and, like, PVC pipe and, like, kind of affixed it to them and pushed them out on a lake. So, like, one of the coolest things that we did was the guys, uh, one of the challenges when they lost uh, and had to go against each other was they were laying on the dock with uh, 50 cal sniper rifles and they were trying to find light bulbs floating on the water that were colored like a blue and an orange color. Right. And uh, so like you're just, you're waiting and like it's just dead silence and you hear then nothing. And then you wait again and he's lining it up and it's like boom and this huge explosion takes place in the water bed it was a fucking dope i have a video of it i'll show you later that's that's pretty awesome yeah that seems like a fun thing yeah it was a lot of fun but it was all i mean like the reality of it was people got eliminated 
based on their actual shooting ability. Uh, but yeah, the yeah. whole like you got to bring some sort of competitive um, feature to exactly the film to keep. But the drawn whole in, right? augmented reality yeah. like thing that was kind of fixed based on like who was good and who was bad. Like because like after every episode or after every shooting, they took each one of the guys from each team, put them in a room, fed them some beer. And let him talk into the yeah, camera yeah. for an hour to get That'll those like it. single headshots. Yeah, and the guys that were good talkers lasted quite a while on the show. Yeah, I can see that. You know, if you can carry on a conversation, and uh, also almost pretty much like a a monologue, right? Yeah, um, they're gonna keep you. Yeah, one of a uh, guy who actually became a friend of mine. We're still friends on Facebook, and like I message him every now and then. Uh, his name's Steve. I won't say his last name just in case anyone ever listens to this. Uh, <laughs> He was a uh, an L.A. sniper um, and like had like multiple confirmed kills that he had to shoot over the years and everything. Coolest motherfucking dude I think I've ever met. One hundred percent hardcore badass. Like s- like slim dude. Are you talking military or SWAT? No, SWAT. Sniper? Okay, SWAT. so he so killed, like, he killed Americans. Yeah, he had to. Like he they, killed they terrible were, Americans. Yeah, yeah he killed terrible Americans. Uh, and uh, eye for an eye, baby. Like slim dude, bald head surfer throwing up uh you know uh what what is this called your your hawaiian what is this uh that right there is shaka yeah uh, he threw up also, shakas all the it's time the, it's the hang loose a lot of yeah. people say it's hang loose yeah hang it's, loose it's yeah. Shaka. yeah yeah and he had like he had like stickers and stuff made that said like that were like the shaka that said <laughs> yeah, hang yeah. loose underneath of them and everything awesome. yeah uh yeah coolest dude on the planet after he got eliminated from the show because he was eliminated kind of early um he hung around as like our advisor on SWAT based stuff because like everybody on the crew liked him so much. Oh, so they hi- he got he got yeah, let yeah. go and they got hired by the production company to stick around because everybody thought he was so cool. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Oh man. So yeah, what else is new, dude? Uh not much. Oh wait, hold not, on. Not, there is one thing I want to talk about oh, real yeah, quick. Oh yeah, what do we got? Have you watched any of The Last Dance? No, I don't even know what that is. You're shitting me. I, I promise you, dude. The Michael Jordan documentary or the Bulls documentary on ESPN? I would absolutely be all about it. Now, is it like oh the entire God. Bulls season? Or are we talking about like 96, 97? Right. So this is like we've been blessed with stay-at-home quarantine orders simply based on the fact that we've received Tiger King, which everyone was able to witness and watch. What a waste of time that was. Yes. You didn't like Tiger King? Dude, what, what, what is there to like about Tiger King? <laughs> you can tell me five facts of why that enhanced or gave me any kind of intellectual benefit whatsoever. I mean, I'm not saying Love Island is any different or any better, but the only thing that proved was that if you own Tigers, I don't want to fuck with you. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't want to be anywhere near you or <laughs> try to be involved with you. I don't want to be friends with you. I'm just going to stay out of that drama. But go on. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, The Last Dance is it's all about the last season that Pippen, Rodman, Jordan and Phil Jackson yeah, yeah, yeah. all played together oh, yeah. for the Chicago Bulls when they were going for the, the repeat repeat. Mm, and uh, nice. But it, it flashes back to like 1984 and Michael Jordan like becoming a professional basketball player and everything. And then there's an episode about Pippen and then one about Rodman. I didn't know this up until recently in what was it? 97, 98. I think I guess was the season that they were in 
or no, yeah, 97, 98. Um, the Bulls allowed a film crew to follow them the entire season. Really? To shoot it. And, like, it's been, what, over 20 years now? And they finally did something with the footage. So there's tons of, like, never-before-seen footage that uh, is included in this documentary. That's... It's... It's That's incredible. actually pretty spectacular. No, dude, it's incredible. It's on ESPN. Um, you don't even need ESPN+. Can Plus. you stream it on anything? Yes, you stream it on ESPN's website. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, it was about an hour long? Uh, it's 10 episodes at an hour apiece. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah, dude, okay. it's fucking dope. A little like, more in-depth than I thought, which yeah, is perfect. No, they go through, like, um, like, through Dream Team and, like, Jordan chasing his first championship and, like, him going against, like, the Pistons when Rodman was on the Pistons. Like, and when he had the flu and won the game. Yeah, when, yeah, yes, yeah, dude. Yeah. Go, it goes through all of it. it. It is fucking awesome. The Last Dance. The Last Dance. Yeah. That's definitely you, it, something you want to watch. Yeah, oh, my God. You're, you were going to fall in love with it. It is 90s nostalgia. I mean, uh, Bulls basketball back in the 90s was one of the great. It, it was some of the greatest basketball you could have ever watched. Obviously, outside of, like, Lakers basketball. But, I mean... If you're from the Midwest, put your mic a little bit more in front of you. There we go. Yeah. All right. Better? Oh, much better. Yeah, we can hear it? Yeah. No, I can hear you fine. I just want to make sure that we're getting better recording. Oh, God. I got it. Yeah. Can you tell right now that uh, oh, yeah, it wasn't coming in? It's No, I mean, it's coming in. Like, I can see it. But, like, you were just lower than I was. Oh, I'm, I'm talking yeah, closer yeah. into the microphone. Got it. Got it. Got it. Let me just scoot in a little closer. Let me get a little more uh, yeah, man. comfortable with this yeah, mic. Yeah. Take a sip of your beer. Oh, I will. <laughs> yeah, make love to the microphone. Mm. Uh, but yeah, dude, Bulls basketball was um, some of the best basketball. Yeah, easily uh, of our time. I think another reason why they brought that out um, is because the Bulls historically haven't been doing uh, too much in the NBA world lately. No, um, you know they've had great they've had great uh, stars come through like uh, Derrick Rose, uh, Jim Butler. A lot of really great star players, but just couldn't make an all-star team to carry them through. And then mm-hmm. also injuries. Like, they had a really good team with Derrick Rose. When Derek, when D. Rose came in, he lit up Chicago like I've never seen. Uh, then as soon as he was in that playoff game with the 76ers and tore his ACL, that just, that just yeah. was such a big negative impact to that team. That was a bummer. I really had high, high hopes for him. Yeah. I loved watching him play. Because I actually went, I was actually, I ended up getting some tickets to go to the United Center to see uh, the Bulls play the Clippers. Um, and I was like, dude, I'm so happy, Jimmy Butler. But that was actually when he injured his elbow. Mm. So he was out. So I was bummed that I didn't get to see Jimmy Butler. Derrick Rose was already out for the season. and um, But I'll tell you right now, watching Chris Paul play basketball in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude! In real life, holy shit! Hey, and there's there's a there's a big difference watching that shit live. I think it's like watching any sport live, right? Oh yeah, dude! When I, you see it in real life, it's way different than on camera. People are like, "Oh, well, you've seen the best seat in my house, the living room right here. I get to see everything perfectly." Yeah, but it's not the fucking same, not no, even remotely. Dude, I I can't tell you how many people I've. Uh, <clears throat> I will say though, I will say baseball. <laughs> Baseball, you don't go I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless it's like a playoff game, right? No. And baseball baseball is for when you want to get drunk during the day. It's a social hangout. Yeah. That's all it is. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. 
Cardinals. I mean, we're both we're both Love from them. well, we're both from St. Louis, so like we may have a different view of baseball than somebody from like New York necessarily. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> good old, oh, good old pinstripes over there. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, dude, you're absolutely right. Going to see something live, I can't tell you how many people I've taken personally to their first hockey game because they've never seen hockey live before. Isn't that a weird thing? And and then they come out like, why have I been sleeping on this this whole time? You know, yeah, it's like, like that. It's like that one guy uh, who tweeted his experience at a hockey game, his first hockey game ever. Oh yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And he was just literally like it, every. He's like, what, what's going on? What are they? What is he doing there? You know. <laughs> and he's like, and the next thing you know, like five tweets down, he's like, go. Yeah. Like he's like, yeah, what the, the fuck? The blues, this shit's crazy. Yeah, the Blues gave him tickets. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Blues, and that was at a Blues game. Holy shit, I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was that's incredible stuff right there. How much it changes the game when you're there, when you're surrounded by. Then you know when you're in that environment. When do you think we're going to have sports again? Mm, I think we'll have sports soon, but only televised. Yeah, I don't think I there's going to be anything. I don't think there's going to be anything with uh, stand, like with attendance at all. We had uh, we had the first UFC fight on Saturday, this past Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah, heard, I heard Dana Jacksonville, was, Florida, and there were it was empty, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I ordered the pay per view. I how watched that. It. How did that go? Was it, it was fucking awesome, actually. Like good. it was good. really it was really interesting and kind of weird. At was first. Jo- was Rogan there? Yeah, Rogan was there. So were they like split up? Or? It was Rogan and uh, DC Daniel Cormier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were announcing, and I think there was another guy. I don't remember his name, um, but they were on <clears throat> opposite ends of the octagon. So like. There was one guy on, like, one side and one guy on another side. And they were, like, just sitting there with, like, their headsets and microphones commentating and talking kind of how we are right now so they could hear each were other. Were they sitting close together? No, no. So they were they were separated. Though. Yeah, normally they're, like, three at a table super packed in. Right, right, right. But they also had, you know, like, reduced, like, uh, like management guys and all the other stuff that goes into, you know, like, the fighter's entourage and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um. But it was really, really cool. It was, it was awesome to watch live fights again, and they were some fucking brutal fights. The main event, dude, Tony Ferguson, oh yeah, can take a fucking beating. Dude's that, got a nasty chin and some heart, huh? That guy took so many punches to the face. God, it was it was almost unfathomable. Like Rogan was even sitting there. He's like, I don't. This man's not human. I don't know how you can get hit so many times. Can, can you imagine? And they were clean shots the whole time. Like he wasn't like getting glancing blows. He was getting punched in the face. He had to have been punched like 30 times. You know, I've been in very in very few fights in my life, but I couldn't imagine just hopping into the octagon knowing that I'm either going to beat this dude's ass or he's going to beat my ass. <laughs> yeah. And then, and that's it. <laughs> there's I mean, no... There's, there's a pretty paycheck at the end of it, no matter uh, yeah, the outcome. Right, but... right, right. I mean, I, you know, will, you know, $800,000 uh, make me feel better about busting my lip and possibly fucking fracturing my skull and losing an eye? <laughs> I Maybe. It, I think it does. Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, would I rather have... Would I rather be able to see out of both my eyes and have, like, normal-looking ears? For, for less. What? You're telling me you don't want a cauliflower ear? No, I think cauliflower ear is, uh, it can be attractive to some, um, but I, I'd like to steer clear away from that. Uh, I, don't know and anybody, I, know, I don't know if anybody's attracted to, to a cauliflower man. ear. Hey, some people might be. I will there are chicks out there that appreciate the fact that you hey, get ready to rumble every now know. and then. Paige Van Sant, her husband's got some serious cauliflower ear, uh, and, and she's 
all over that. <laughs> all over that vegetable medley. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh god. It's uh, it, it's one of those things though. It's a good, it's a dead giveaway though. If I ever you know get into a confrontation, dude pulls his beanie off. He's got cauliflower here. I'm getting <laughs> fuck out oh, of there. Yeah, dude, you don't want gone. Gone. I apologize. I'll give him my money. You know I'll, give, I'll give him my credit cards. You like, dude, here, swipe it. That. I'll wait for five transactions to go through it before I cancel. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't hit me. Don't, don't <laughs> Just don't hit. fucking hit me. Just don't hit me. That's the last thing I want. Oh, Jesus. Be hit by someone with cauliflower. Just break my jaw. Yeah. Nah, dude. <laughs> You could be like three foot five, right? Dude, I'm that, like, there could be there could be a dwarf league. I don't fucking know. Yeah, dude, he might be bantamweight. You know, one of those bantamweight guys. He's like 115 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you tower over him, and like you've got like 70 pounds on him, and doesn't matter. He still just knocks you the fuck out. He's so fucking fast. It's like uh, it's like an anime, right? He hits you 55 times. You don't even realize that, and then it's streets. a delay to react, and you're fucking yeah. Streets in front of me, around <laughs> all sides, and then it's like slow motion. You going. <laughs> oh man that that is that'd, that'd be ideal that'd be ideal oh jesus yeah but anyway going back to it i mean yeah i mean hopefully we get some live empty arena sports i mean i think the mlb's wanting to do something like mlb wanted um, ML, they, last time i did some reading on the mlb they mentioned that they wanted to open up late to mid-may yeah. We're closer towards mid-May now, and I haven't really heard anything since, so they may have pushed it back to June. Um, but, I mean, I know the NHL is already talking about uh, continuing the season, which, A, I think is – I'd like to see it, but at the same time, how are you going to finish the season, potentially go to a Stanley Cup, and then roll it right back into the 2020-2021 season – what, a month and a half later? I, I, that's what I don't understand That doesn't either. make any sense. I mean – these hockey players need a break more than anybody else. Oh yeah, they're physically physically that sport is far more they're demanding than the most. most athletic mm-hmm. out of any professional mm-hmm. sport out there. I mean, I would say you know, I mean, you I have your out there with you like gymnasts. You, you have know? your outliers and stuff. Yeah, like, like gymnasts. Yeah, you have like those like kinds of things that come around every four years. But they get they get fucking three years. They yeah. get four years before they have to go. Yeah. do it again. Yeah, of course, to, there's all those like to do all the rounds stuff. and shit they need to do, but still, yeah, to do all the stuff hockey hockey players do and it be on ice is did wild. You, did you see that uh, video where it showed um, football players? Uh, I think it was either football players or uh, baseball players or whatever. It was some. Uh, there was another team uh, or another sport, and they were doing. It showed hockey players doing their training. And uh, as they were doing their training, they were like, okay, hockey players were actually killing it, right? They were killing all of the activities they were doing, they were supposed to be doing, right? And then they, what they did after that was they put these football players to do hockey player training. And no one could do it. No one could keep up with the hockey players' like practices and stuff like that. Yeah, I, 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 that doesn't surprise me at all. Ooh, what other uh, what other topics did you have? You you sent me actually a pretty decent list of topics. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, let's let's take a look. I don't even remember what I sent you. There was something about gaming during COVID. There was, oh yeah. There was a. Uh, I did I also want to talk saw, about that. Um, like how it's affecting like our businesses. Yes, that that's gonna be so. I I feel like that's the, the last thing that we can yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah, we just bring everyone down at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it light and fluffy all the way up till the fucking climax, and then, and then really, and then really drive really, home the fact that yeah. the world is shitty. <laughs> just, just a reminder, in case you forgot, the world is shitty. 
Ooh, it's a big pile of dog shit. That's for sure. Mm. But yeah, gaming during COVID. What have you been playing, and uh, how can I watch you play? How can you watch me play? Yeah, man. Well, I streamed on Twitch. Okay. For Dope. a while. How, um, how do you? How do you? How were you found on Twitch? Um. So, you know, it was all. It was all kind of just popping into other people's streams, kind of finding communities of like smaller streamers, and just kind of seeing what they were doing and 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 how they grew. What's your uh, What's your gamer tag on Twitch? Uh, it's uh, Boozy Pops. Boozy Pops. Boozy Pops. Yep. B o o z y p o p s. Yep. All right. Yeah. Boozy keeping Pops. it Keeping it simple. I had, I've had a I've had a. Str- Where did that name come from, by the way? I'm curious. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I want to. I want to know because it sounds like. <laughs> first of all, when I say when I think Boozy Pops, I think those the frozen like, pos- popsicles, right? Yeah, I think frozen alcoholic yeah. popsicles or like those pouches, those dallies or dailies pouches. Yeah. That you no, find. You're, you're not yeah, wrong. That's a you're Boozy Pop. They They are a Boozy Pop. Are you a fan of them? Is that where that came from, or what's no? Up with that? I, the name Boozy Pops actually came from was a well, it was kind of a, a playoff of that, right? But um, I mean, I, the product that we sold was Freezer Pops, right? Fre- freezer Pops with booze in them, yeah. But you know, like nicknamed them Boozy Pops because that's what they were. Um, Boozy just came from the fact that I sell liquor. Oh yeah, and uh, Pops is because I'm a dad. Oh okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so those oh. two, those two together. Uh, I mean, th- before it was Boozy Pops, it was Drewski Brewski. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? And and then and then where where the problem lied with that was um, literally just too fucking long of a name. I mean, it was and the way I spelled it out was D R E W S K E E B R E W S K E E. Like, oh god, this is too much fucking literature for a gamer tag, right? <laughs> By the time they're halfway through, they're fucking bored already. You know what I mean? X X X Yeah, Tentacion. Yeah, and then it just was like, no, I need something a little more catchy. And, and it took a while to warm up to Boozy Pops, but I think over time it became really easy. It was catchy. People started to like it. Um, and it just it stuck. Nice. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. So, yeah, you're, uh, you've been doing some Twitch streaming during I did, COVID? Or? I did a lot of Twitch. Titch, uh, titch. titch. <laughs> I did a lot of Twitch streaming. Uh, actually, you know what's funny? I did a lot of Twitch streaming prior to COVID, but once COVID hit, and I had more time um, not working in the morning every morning, uh, so I'd be streaming later at night. I switched over to Facebook gaming, which uh, has actually been a faster start than I had imagined it to be. Yeah. Is uh, it because, like, you have connectivity with, like, friends and stuff via Facebook? Well, that is a versus like a separate that Versus, a, like, a separate platform? or Yeah, so the beauty of Facebook is that it does give you the option to connect to everybody that's in your current friends list, but I made a separate account. Oh, nice. Um, because I'm not... I don't, I don't really want, like, everybody that I'm friends... Because, you know, you're friends with fucking... You're friends with the world so many on people. Facebook. You have yeah. thousands of friends that you're just collected over time. Yeah. Uh, a lot and, of... I mean, I like, to, I like to think that I know all of them or have met them all in person. In some way. But right? I, I don't know if that's true no, anymore. No, it's definitely not true because back in the day when Facebook came out, anytime you got a request, you're like, fuck yeah, dude, because it's all about how many people I'm friends with. You know? Not like, hey, do I have a general connection with this person? Are they good people? Do we hang out all the time? Fuck no. I saw them once uh, at a party... And they remembered me because I probably called them a fucking terrible name because I, I was n- hammered. I have 90 friends on Facebook. Well, 12 of them are pending, but I have 90 <laughs> friends. <laughs> that's the, I think that's the thing. But I think that's why Facebook made it such a – it created such a great opportunity for people who wanted to stream live on Facebook with uh, 
with games or whatever they wanted to do because um, you could you could share it instantly right i feel like that's been something that like should have been a thing a while ago like, uh is this they, new that they, they started doing yeah so they tried to do it a long time ago but couldn't get the algorithm right and they couldn't get the format they couldn't get the actual platform to cooperate as smooth as twitch or youtube or mixer or any of the uh, established um content creation areas right mm-hmm. uh like twitch was joe's tv or something like that prior to right and Amazon, oh, yeah. Amazon bought them out. It was, yeah. Wasn't and they switched it? over to Twitch. Fuck, I forgot all about yeah. that. That is crazy. so. That's what it was before. So if you had hopped on to that before it was even Twitch, that's where like the ninjas of the world and all those Doctor Disrespects, all those like million dollar streamers are. That's why they're there. Because they were there before anyone else was. They yeah, were there they, when no money was being made. You yeah, know, you they made were a just there playing video month, games. Right? They were just playing video <laughs> games. That's all it was. They all had fucking jobs working at Blockbuster or oh. Sprint or whatever the fuck they were yeah. doing prior to, Dude, right? When I, well, yeah, like when I was playing Overwatch super hard when it first came out. I mean, like I was working for Apple uh, as like an at-home technical advisor. And one of, my, one of the best people I've ever met uh, who I've never met, ever never met, uh, his name's Big Biz on uh, on Xbox, and uh, he's like a truck driver in Atlanta. And like, we would play until the wee hours of the morning yeah, because we dude. had like regular jobs, but dude. we'd be up to like three thirty, being like, "All right, one more comp match. Yeah. All right, let's go." Yeah, dude, it's uh, it it's crazy. Like the relationships you can build via video games with with any random person around the world. Like, I. It's weird because you like you call him your really good friend. Yeah, but I consider- he lives in fucking Malina- like M- Melanesia or whatever, like some crazy country that you've never fucking been to. He can speak a or little bit of English, exist. dude. Malinasia. I know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just Malinasia. fucking. Hold on, hold on. Let me think of it. Let me think of it. Let me think of it. Uh, I don't, it's, it's not it, a place. No, there's an Asian country, dude. I swear. Malaysia? No, it's not. It's not Malaysia. It's um, Malaysia. No, no, I know it. It's called. Watch it actually exist, and I'm sitting here like just. That would laughing, be. Hey, first of all, I would love to shove that fucking word. Down your throat, be like, it is real, bitch. Laughing about it's real. Super populated, like people. For any any of you Malanasians listening to this episode, (laughs) Kyle is a fucking asshole. I'm such a dick. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's definitely not. It's 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 malaria. Malaria is also not a country. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't even remember where we're at, dude. Holy shit, Malanasia. Look it up. Um, Uh, (laughs) but yeah, no, having friends on having friends on gaming. Yeah, they become. It's weird because like you guys have the same interest as far as this game goes and may- maybe similar play styles or you guys feed or work really well off each other it's a it's a weird bond that you kind of create and you mm-hmm. almost become just like really good friends like you start talking like you guys are friends like you yeah. guys have known each other for a long time and that relationship can actually stay for a very long time as well dude big biz and i man we exchanged phone numbers and we talk on the phone every now and then i'll just call him like when we're not playing video games and be like hey biz what's going on man how you been how are the kids <laughs> oh the kid how the kids doing but dude never once met the guy i i swear to god i'm going to get to atlanta at some point to be able to to have a beer with biz because uh, that guy's dope but uh myanmar sorry dude my, okay yeah yeah malanasia my, yeah, yeah, yeah oh man yeah. Woo. I, dodged so, no, a bullet hey, with that no, one check it out existing. check it out check it out 
Melanesia, Myanmar, Malaysia. Myanmar, Malaysia. I combined those two together and came up with Melanesia. Melanesia. Melanesia, yeah, yeah. I love it. So that's, that's what it place. was. Let's that's what it was. It was just tongue tied. I was tongue tied. That's where But anyway, yeah. So, can have Fight so, Island on Melanesia. So Big Biz out in, uh, in, in Georgia. Yeah, down in, down in Hotlanta. Um, but yeah, no, dude, you're absolutely right. Yeah, having uh, having friends that you play with online, they can. It is it is very much like deep bond stuff. I see posts on Reddit all the time of like, finally got to see the crew for my wedding, and like guy a dude invites like the seven dudes he's played Xbox yeah. with that he's never met face to face to his wedding, but and yet, like they're all together in a and picture. And yet it's like they it's like they've known each other even though they have never yeah. seen each other or whatever. They're like fucking best friends yeah it's it's dude it's insane that's how wonderful like not only the gaming community but just like how how that's like the beautiful side of technology where like it can really bring people together versus like the evil like hateful side of technology which is like yeah, social like media social, uh yeah social media and and cyberbullying and all that yeah. stuff and yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can have these great wonderful relationships that you develop with people that are from you know who knows where Melanesia, and they're they're wonderful like like they're they're like they become like brothers and sisters to you yeah and then yeah. you know you get to meet them and then you yeah you have like cyberbullying and kids being dicks but I mean kids were always dicks I was a dick when I was a little kid yeah me too I was an asshole yeah I <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't think every kid's gonna be an asshole if you're yeah. just like a little angel then. Then you're you gonna get have beat a, up, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then, then gonna, you make somebody else an asshole. Your life fucking you sucks, and you just don't want to admit <laughs> it. You know, I get it; it happens. Um, but I, getting back to like the whole streaming aspect of it, like growing a community like that, um, being on Twitch, I ended up getting up to like eighty something followers, and like you know, I mean, I would get quite a few people to hop in on the stream, but it was very repetitive. It was always the same people, but Ooh. like that's like in a way a good thing. But the growth on Twitch is so difficult because. You have hundreds of thousands of people playing the same game. Yeah. And the algorithm on Twitch works differently. Like, if you have one or two followers, your stream is going to show up as, like, number 5,000 out of all the other people streaming because you're so low down there. Yeah. And yeah, and it's just, you're never going to get found. Um, it's just not possible. Um, those guys who are on Twitch that have a good following, those guys are going to be fine newer streamers on twitch they're not so much going to be fine unless they're like best friends with some of those big streamers right yeah well and that's the thing too like how i mean in this day and age of everybody being like not not at home right now necessarily but like for all the people that are out there gaming constantly that are that are streaming on on twitch or whatever and then you have like this new crop of people that are at home now that have extra time on their hands to play how how do you even get found, like to to even start doing any type of online gaming? Like if you want like an audience, yeah, uh, it's it's consistency, it's consistency, and, and actually grinding it out and doing it every day and or anytime you can. Make sure there's a schedule, and if anyone does pop in your stream, make sure you interact with them, even if you can't mm. see them. There, you can have a viewer count when you have OBS up, so it kind of shows how many people are in your stream. Facebook will show you too, but. Let's say you're just playing a game, and you ask, and while you're playing a game, it's always good to kind of talk to yourself about what you're going to do, right? Mm. Like, you're kind of narrating yourself playing. So yeah. if someone does pop into the stream, it's not just you staring at a fucking monitor, just zoning out like a bot, yeah. right? It's, it's you actually talking. So when they hear you talking, they're like, oh, who's he talking to? Oh, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of giving us his, his 
play-by-play of what he's going to do next or how he's envisioning this, you know, how he's going to react to a certain situation. And then at that point, it kind of opens them up to want to say something or hit a like button or, or do a point where you get a notification that they're there, right? Mm-hmm. Or even if you don't see them there or if you see them there but no one's saying anything, just be like, hey, you know, I don't know who is, who's out there, but whoever's watching the stream, appreciate you checking out the, the page if you want to keep, you know, if you got any questions let me know blah blah blah. and and like over time they're like they they get comfortable with you because they i think it's a lot of about uh when people go to a bar or a place and they're crowded by a bunch of people they're very nervous you know because unless they start getting a few drinks and loosening up um there's a ton of people they're not like us they can't just talk to anybody right Mm. uh it's easier for them to sit behind a, a screen and and have a conversation mm. so it gives these guys an opportunity to branch out and have a conversation with you you know without having to know you but still feeling comfortable right because they they latch onto your personality uh, or they latch onto whatever game you're playing and then they'll share it to their friends like i had a guy actually share my stream 14 times to different pages damn really yeah that's he came awesome in and man. he's like dude i really i really like what you do and you're you're awesome to watch and he's like i i want i want to see you grow and That's he, great, man. He, he like shared my page to fourteen different pages, and I was getting more traction. I had, I think, over I want to say over five hundred views on the on the video. Nice. Um, you know, I think there was like almost two hundred something comments. So I mean, you know, it's like slow, yeah. but. I mean, that's great for like a startup gaming channel, though. I right. mean, like to to get people like that that are that are willing to help and like go out of their way to like share it and make yeah. sure that you're being seen by as many people as possible. Yeah. And, and, and streaming video games is, um, it's a weird, it's a weird concept because you're kind of presenting yourself to the world. Right. Yeah. On a weird scale. I feel like it's a super crowded market too. Like, it is. There's just so, but then so again, so, places. so, so is opening up a brewery, but people are still doing it. Yeah. You know, and open up in a bar it's, or a restaurant. It's just or, making it happen. It's just yeah. sticking to it because a lot of these people who are joining streaming, they're going to drop really fast. Yeah, it's following. It, you know why they're going to drop fast? It's like New Year's resolution when you're like, yeah. man, I'm going to lose weight this year. Yeah. Let me get that gym membership. And the gym is packed until the end of January. And, and fucking then people stop giving a February, shit. February, you know what? To, it's back, time you know for what? nachos. Instead of losing weight this way, Adderall and cocaine, baby. Ooh, you know? Hey. Doubling up the amphetamines. Hey, I keeps love you, it. Keeps you from eating, right? <laughs> keeps you from eating. Lose weight. Uh, and, you know, I, it'd be a little more expensive than a gym membership. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it's way more fun. Uh, it's way more fun. <laughs> hey, do I want to run five miles today? No. no or do gonna... I want three lines of fatty <laughs> boy gonna... yayo? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to bust a couple of give lines. Me a, give me a couple rails here, because oh, guess what? God. The distance I'll travel is probably about six inches. <laughs> my, <laughs> but my, my fucking... heart's going to feel like it's been miles. <laughs> Miles. Oh my god! <laughs> I just like beer and barbecue too much, man. I don't fucking hey, care. me too, man. That's why I, I run a barbecue. Rest <laughs> that was not even because we're sitting here right now. It's it was a, it was an odds, God's honest truth answer, right? There. Yeah, that, no, that's I I also enjoy it very much. Uh, you know, but actually, you know, funny that you said back back to the whole like streaming thing. And these people drop off so fast. Like you're going to see a huge influx of people coming in because no one's fucking working. So why not? sit on the computer play video games set uh, up a free account and just like just, put a it camera on yourself it doesn't and, cost anything to stream yeah. unless you're addicted to the shit like i am well also yeah, that's very true you know uh, and then but do you the, do you boost any of the stuff that you do like do you put money into it at i all? have never, other than like your equipment i have never boosted anything on the page itself i have 
only so done everything organically. Everything gather. has been organic. Uh, have I been tempted to boost it? Oh, fuck yeah, of course. But I don't really know exactly what that's going to draw. I don't know if that's going to draw concurrent viewers because that's what I want. I want to build a community. Like, I know five people off the top of my head that are constantly in my stream, right? Mm-hmm. Carolyn, Rodolfo, Patrick, uh, Evelyn, and uh, Cody. Do you know all these people personally? No. Really? No. Cool. They're just, they come back and, uh, and they just want to have conversations and give you know, hear my input on games and, Shout and, out to and, those guys. and, and hear inputs on, you know, they want to hear input from like me and I want to hear input from them. That's dope. And, uh, some of these guys, they like Rodolfo has shared my stream and funny enough, it's been to the, the, the Latino community. Cause I get a lot of people coming in saying, Oh, buenos noches. Oh like, shit. Really? Like, That's awesome. Yeah, and I get all, you know, and I'm like, guys, listen, you know, like. That's so I cool. may look Mexican, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but I really appreciate you coming here. And if you want to teach me words, that's fucking fantastic. And I'm not even kidding you, bro. Rodolfo, Rodolfo's like, oh, great. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, that's, ex- I mean, that's exactly what it was, you know. And, and I think I, I, I told him right straight away. I go, listen, man, I'm not, I'm not fucking Mexican, dude. <laughs> I don't know Spanish. You know what I mean? But did he did he you can talk fucking to you in teach Spanish me. right out the gate uh, at first? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then he's like, "Oh, it's all good, bro. It's all good. I just you know sometimes oh, I get it. It happens a lot." And um, and then he like will like teach me words in Spanish. <laughs> That's awesome. But man. it's crazy because like when he comes back, he'll say something and I'll read it. I'll read like a small sentence in Spanish. And I'm like, I'll pick apart the words. Right? I'm like, oh, oh, you're oh, you're 24 years old. Oh, cool. You know, like fuck. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. And I was like, how the fuck did i read that dude it's because he's been in the stream sharing it to his fucking hispanic community oh, and they're all coming great. in like crazy dude dude that's pulling great. up in the fucking van baby <laughs> i did not mean to say that honestly oh i did not God. mean to say that i didn't want it to sound like that dude honestly because they're they're a great they're a great asset to my stream not uh, even gonna lie so no that's funny I, I, don't, I don't think anybody finds that offensive good i would love to pull up in a van i, I don't drive anywhere <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but it, it's it is cool like having conversations because you start to get to know them you know and you can react differently to when they come in and like the stream and share the stream you know and you like you you it's weird you have like a weird connection with them right like i don't stalk any of their pages so i don't know i don't know what any of them look like but my mind thinks it does you know mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you create i like that you have the ability to go look up all these people and that you haven't done it and you're just creating images of who they Dude, are in your it's, brain. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, it's kind of like it's equivalent to uh, just like it's like the Harry Potter effect, right? You saw the movie, but you read the books first. You may have read one or two of the books, and you didn't really you, – you created them in your head. But then when you saw the movie, you couldn't see them as anyone else, mm. right? Very true. Hermione yeah. was Emma Watson, 100%. See, Even when you reread the books, you're like, that's Emma Watson, dude. Like, and that's that's really interesting. I was actually talking uh, to my girlfriend about that the other day, about how, like, in my mind, Professor Snape is uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah. Like, he's that, no one else. It's no one else. But when you go back and, like, read the description of the character, I was like, I was really surprised because that's not what she described him as at all. He's, like, thin and bird-like. Like, yeah, and, like, like. Yeah, kind of frail. Yeah, um, and like, and it was and almost, Rickman it was almost, com- it almost seems like, a, like a decrepit, like, yeah, kind yeah. of how Professor McGonagall was. <laughs> that old bitch. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Where are you gonna die? I'm just oh, saying, dude. I remember in the god. secret garden back in ninety fucking two, dude, and she looked just as old then. Oh. Talk about twenty five years later, she's just the same. I'm like, oh my god, you're like Betty White, but the UK version. <laughs> UK Betty White. It's insanity, dude. Oh, god. Are you looking her up right now? Yeah, I can't remember her name. You I need wanna, to look dude, I know. Pick, Google image her from Harry Potter and the Secret Garden. And there, there's literally a twenty, <laughs> like there? twenty plus year difference between these two fucking movies. <laughs> she looks exactly the same. It's insane. She's like Pharrell, dude. She's a fucking vampire, dude. They don't ever age. They're just that. Ma- yeah, Maggie Smith. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah, she doesn't age. It's insane. <laughs> the Secret Garden. I'm not even kidding, dude. <laughs> She's just as old in the Secret Garden as she is as Professor McGonagall. Yeah, dude, Betty White. Yeah, Betty was the same way. Same way. Doesn't yeah. age. It's it's insane. It's shocking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, have you ordered anything over the internet? It's been awesome over this uh, whole like can't go to stores period anymore. Yeah, dude, I've I've overindulged on online and you have. Uh, it's been it's. I mean, they're like, oh, dude, we've been saving so much money. I'm like, dude, I've been spending the same fucking money, <laughs> same amount of money. I've got packages every day on my doorstep. Every day is a, a a new new shopping day for me. I I'm waiting on <clears throat> I'm waiting on two things. What are you waiting on, bud? I ordered a Quip toothbrush, which oh yeah, you told me about that. I am yeah, super yeah, excited yeah. about um, the razor too, right? The you, the didn't you no say like no, a, I didn't I didn't order a manscape. I, I'm not I'm not ordering. Uh, no no no, I thought you were talking about like like a, they they <laughs> ship you like razor blades or no that's uh that well they do that they ship oh Quip has a, Quip, that. Quip, yeah. they, they don't send they send toothbrushes oh, that's every right. three yeah, months yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right that's right and then i also ordered uh, a bunch of soaps from yeah dr so you squatch can have, you can't have any there's nothing wrong with uh, collecting soaps dude that's for sure well they all smell like outdoor stuff well here's my thing dude I, there's something about bar soap that wigs me out sometimes right like when i all right so Does growing it get up slimy and weird no you know that that's like not like the grossest part to me um so like growing up I used to take a washcloth, right? It would be wet. And it was a washcloth. And the idea of a washcloth is still really fucking gross, too. Especially if you're going to reuse it, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I'd take the soap, and I'd rub the soap in the washcloth, right? Mm-hmm. To get this washcloth all soapy. Mm-hmm. Is that how you did it? Yeah, I think that was the that's how now, you did it, isn't it? That's how you're supposed to do it. That's what I thought. I mean, I have a loofah now. So. Oh, a loofah, dude. Oh, my God. The, the upgrade from a loofah to a fucking... Or from a washcloth to a loofah is, is otherworldly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're talking back in the '90s when when the, we had washcloths, <laughs> washcloths, yeah. and bars of zest. And you had to, you had to, and bars of zest, yes. And you'd be pulling pubes off that washcloth after washing your ass, dude. You and know? the bar of zest, uh, right? And, and the bar of zest. And that was the problem because I've also used to, I see, I used to see fucking people that didn't use washcloths. They would just take the bar of soap and rub it all over their body, and they'd stick that bar of soap right into their asshole, and then just go up and down and up and down. And I'm like, dude, you're telling me right now that you're gonna reuse that fucking soap after just caressing your fucking asshole with it dude so i i I have two thoughts on this (laughs) one why haven't i done it before no that's one it's yes it's gross the way you describe it but two my my reaction to that is it's soap it's already clean (laughs) i can't dirty and then then so is a towel when you dry yourself off but do you wash your towel fuck yeah you do yeah how do you wash your bar of soap how do you wash your bar of soap (laughs) you You literally the 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 best thing you can do i mean once you put that thing in your ass you have to take a razor blade and shave a fucking layer of that soap off. 
Because if you're just going to say that it's Nobody's not going to... shoving bars of soap up their shoving ass. Shoving it in their ass, dude. No one. Oh, no. they're making it happen. No one's popping balloon dots you don't using that, a dude. bar of zest. Did you know that the flesh around your asshole is actually the flesh of your lips? Same, same flesh? Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. Maybe South Park had it right. Maybe we should eat with our assholes and shit out of our mouths. <laughs> it's close. I think we shit out of our mouths enough, dude. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, and uh, then we're going to talk about how the world's coming to an end. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Dope. Is it pause already? All right, we are back, and uh, yeah, bang energy and vodka. Got to get the world rocking again. So, it's time for the sad part of the podcast, where we talk about (laughs) our jobs and how they are uh, currently non-functional. So, Andrew, you work for a liquor and beer distributor. Correct. Major brands. Yeah. Yeah. how has this changed your day-to-day job? Uh, so my uh, day-to-day job has been quite drastically turned upside down. Really, um, we are. I'm on. I'm on the uh, on-premise sales division. Uh, what does on-premise mean? So on-premise is any account or facility that you can consume beverages on-premise via bars, restaurants, hotels stadiums such as that uh, off-premise is going to be anywhere you have to you can't consume product you have to take it off-premise to consume such as grocery stores convenience stores things like that mm-hmm. so i work with the on-premise division and due to covid19 i think it was like what march 13th was the date that they decided to do a uh, statewide social distancing and shutdown mm-hmm. it shut down pretty much every account that uh we sold to and uh created revenue to uh, for the business so we virtually had nothing to do like no business whatsoever no one was buying anything because no one was open there was no influencing or pitching or sales to anyone uh because we just legally and physically couldn't do it uh and that's you know you're on the receiving end of that because yeah because i am one of those on-premise accounts i know exactly where you're coming (laughs) from Yeah, everybody was told to go home, and nobody can uh, nobody can go drink anything or have fun of any kind yeah, unless you're at home. Absolutely. And, like, when you think of it, you know, some of the most stable jobs in the world is in the hospitality industry. They're always going to be there. You can always find a job. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, no matter what, you're, you're never technically out of a job. Because you can work anywhere. Yeah, you right? may not work at the same place. Yeah, but, but yeah. you can always find income rather easily. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very, you know, it, it's the accessibility is, is always there. Um, but fuck, dude, COVID. So with with everything here in, so we're, we're based out of St. Louis. Um, and 
we're going to start opening up here on May 18th. May 18th. Is that right? That's yeah. when they um, said that you are allowed to open back up to start business again. What does that look like for you? And then I'll talk to you about what it looks like for me. So from a, a company standpoint and from just data analysis that we've pulled together collectively through um, just different revenues that have been produced from the thousands of accounts that we have uh, split between our reps. We have already kind of come up with a number, and this is just being conservative, but we're saying about 20% of all those small businesses will not reopen again because they're, I mean, it comes from all different, you know, walks of life. I mean, some of these guys live paycheck to paycheck, you know, even though they own an establishment does not mean they're wealthy or rich. It's their job. It's what keeps them and their family fed. And uh, they have bills like everyone else, if not more bills than everyone else, because they have to pay their landlord, higher utilities. They've got to pay employees that they've had, um, things like that. Uh, and, you know, a lot of these guys were essentially paycheck to paycheck, um, as weird as that may sound. So the guys that were paycheck to paycheck and were forced to shut down, uh, they there's a very good chance that those guys aren't opening. And there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of them. A lot more than you would think. Uh, so it it's tough to kind of see where, like, the direction our company is going to take and, like, what our jobs look like when everything opens back up. Yeah, we'll be able to call on some of those accounts that uh, we, we did before prior to um, the pandemic, but it's not going to be the same. Our revenue is going to be, I'd say, 70% lower than what we should be, and uh, and that's that's not good. Well, you also run or you also call on uh, like Enterprise Center yeah. and Stiefel Theater, which are, you know, huge buildings that sporting events and Massive concerts accounts. and stuff yeah. normally buy from uh, top, um, top, top five. Yeah, they're in there. Yeah. So, I mean, have you talked to anybody that works at those facilities about like what they're doing? I mean, are they just like incommunicado well they have furloughed a ton of their employees and going into it you know provided that we open back up and the state's opening back up and we get sports moving again the the question lies with okay we'll get the season started back up we are going to bring you know televised ratings uh so these larger companies such as the nhl can make money again but a huge majority of all that money is not just network ratings. It's it's people going to the games mm, and, and spending money on, money on tickets. You know, ticket sales are a huge revenue driver for any sports team or venue for that. And uh, how are you going to drive dollars when no one's allowed to attend the games? You know. Yeah, that's. I mean, you're gonna you're I'm, running primarily on ad revenue that you get from network stations. Yeah, because I mean, there's nobody there to yeah. to do anything. So. And, and with no one there. Uh, also means that some people's jobs, even after they open back up, won't be coming back for any time. Because what's the point in hiring back your concession workers and your purchasers if there's nothing to purchase or sell? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the way that we're kind of looking at it here is, I mean, we're going to expand our hours and, you know, have seats and things available have additional tables and stuff outside but it, it's really it's all up in the air I mean we so 
the story I was going to tell you earlier was this past sat yeah Saturday. Uh, there's a hotel in town that is not necessarily closed down in any fashion. I don't think I'm going to say any names, but it rhymes with blast and la- mm-hmm. <laughs> ends with hotel. Yeah, the the blast blotel. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they they've opened their restaurant and bar has been open. Their pool was open, um, and they just they've disregarded basically any any measure of safety whatsoever. Uh, but that's besides the point. There were a group of like eight or nine people, a bunch of them I knew, um, a few that I didn't, that came from there to here in order to pick up some food and like grab an extra drink, and they were all shit fucking wasted all of them every single one of them and they came in to get their food and get drinks and stuff like that and you know you're supposed to like when when we reopen we're supposed to maintain social distancing and employees are supposed to have masks on these people are walking around touching everything bumping into each other yeah like Hugging, spitting like, in each other's mouths. Yes, yeah, yeah, tons of mouth spitting going on, um, and it's just one of those things. Like, how am I supposed to police that now? Is that my job? That, like, yeah. Like, what what does it look like when all this opens up and it's amateur hour? Because not everybody's a solid alcoholic like myself <laughs> and has any type of tolerance anymore. And they come in and they have two drinks and they're shit housed. And then they're wandering around just doing the what the fuck ever. How many times do I have to clean the bathroom in an hour to, like, make sure that there's less spread when there's 20 people in here and we're True. operating at 25% capacity right. and they're all fucking tanked? Like, what does that look like? And that's one of those things that, it, yeah, the government's like, oh, we got to make sure small businesses are opening back up again. And, like, we got to get the bars and the restaurants open and, like, have people interact with each other. But... You can't expect any of these nonsense rules that didn't exist before to exist when someone is drunk. And also, if you're going to a bar and you're supposed to maintain social distancing or potentially wear a mask, how are you supposed to consume anything in the first place? It's <laughs> a good question. You got to poke a hole through the fucking mask. Yeah, do I serve it through a straw? Yeah, do I yeah, do I have straws and I offer straw mask drinks? You're right. Yeah, they, they, they highly advise uh, for for consumers and patrons to come in wearing fucking masks and gloves when they're trying to eat. I will say right now that us as a whole, with both of our industries collectively working together, we are not going to see any type of what the old normal was, right? There's going to be a complete yeah. new normal yeah. to how this is going to be. I hate that phrase, but and, you're and, right. And, 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 yeah, that phrase sucks, but it is what it is. It's true. It do be like that sometimes. <laughs> you know, you know I mean? It do be like that. It do. It do. It do be like that. It's... I mean, I, I've talked to other owners of restaurants and other smaller businesses as well that said that we're not going to see any normality or any normal revenue um, till early to mid 2021 yeah because I, you guys have to imagine that we're going to go through another fucking relapse of this shit in the fall oh absolutely it's 100 percent coming back and uh, don't be surprised if we do another quarantine i mean well i mean also the whole the whole aspect of opening up and like being available to customers in the summertime that's great but i i'm downtown like my business is downtown and 
There's not a hell of a lot of people that live down here. There's some. Yeah, but there's if, not a lot. if there's if the, if the social distancing is going to stay at 25% capacity, that means the majority of business, which comes from sporting events and conventions mm-hmm. and all those massive gatherings that come to town all the mm-hmm. time, uh, are non-existent, where the fuck's the business going to be at, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to draw from the same pool over uh, and over you know, and over again. Joe Schmo from fucking Baldwin's definitely not going to drive downtown to, to hang out at a local watering hole that he could have when he was doing it on his way home from work when he worked downtown. Or he was coming down to watch a hockey game or right. a baseball game yeah. or something There's like no that. drive for anybody or motivation for anyone to come out and, and be downtown. And you can only survive so much of, off of your, your neighboring, you know, your locals down here. Um, mm-hmm they're not going to be out here every single day. I mean, they'll try because they're great people and they want to come out and spend their money with the accounts they enjoy and appreciate being at. Mm -hmm. Um, But they can't do it every day, you know? Yeah. No, of course not. Especially with like some of them still not being able to go back to work. Right. Gyms and anybody that worked for, you know, like sports services and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Like people that worked in the stadiums and stuff that Mm -hmm. they don't have income and they probably won't. I mean, I, I can't even imagine what it was like leading up to all of this with baseball being like a week away from right starting. Corner, yeah. And you already had your job that you've had for years lined up yeah. as like a beer vendor or yeah. something like that. Because you, 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 know, you know those guys before they open up, they, they pick the games they want to work. Yeah. Each one of them, they get to look at the calendar and they circle the dates on the days they want to work. They had already circled the days on the days they want to work. And the games they wanted to work and working at a stadium, you can kind of, you can kind of uh, generalize what kind of money you're going to be making. And now that money is no longer there. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It's just gone. And you're like, okay, well now I've got to completely change everything up. And yeah, you know, the unemployment thing has been a fucking fantastic thing. Um, But realistically, yeah, the, you know, the government can't make enough money. Mm -hmm. They just can't keep making enough money. Because if the government goes through their slush fund, the entire fucking country falls. Yeah. Right? Everything comes to a halt. Everything. And and that means no one gets jobs and no one gets money. Right? Mm-hmm. Banks stop getting money. They won't give out loans. People can't pay those loans back off, so they're going to be even more fucking bankrupt. Banks will go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And and what happens when they go goes bankrupt? Uh, then you're going to really, really relive the fucking Great Depression. Yeah, you might see these recessions and stuff, but it will literally be to the point where everyone needs to go out and buy a fucking gun mm-hmm. because it's going to get to theft and like just complete riots. It yeah. will. It would. It would get like that. And then, you know, think of this. Cell phone towers. Cell phone companies. They can't operate. They got to just shut the things down. Then you have five billion people without, fucking, to to each other. without cell phones. Yeah. That that's mass hysteria. People go crazy. Oh, they can't dude. connect. Nothing. You oh, know what I mean? Man, imagine. Yeah, that is. Think of having to go back and just fucking type into MapQuest where you want to go and follow and printing out directions. You can't even fathom doing that right now. I don't even think MapQuest exists anymore. Uh, if it does, who the fuck uses it? Oh, I want to see. Let's I want to print out. some directions out now. Go ahead and print me some directions out to my house. <laughs> I mean, I don't need it. I know. I know where to go. But, <laughs> but I mean. MapQuest is still a thing. It is still a thing. You got to think, though. Hey, you got to think. There are some countries that do have internet but do not have cell phones, right? Or a ton of cell phones out there. Yeah. Uh, so MapQuest might still I, be really great for them. I don't know. I, I feel like 
These guys were probably still using fucking LimeWire and BearShare, dude, to fucking get get music they want to listen to. Cell phones are so cheap now that I can't imagine there's a place that doesn't have them. I mean, if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, they're not cheap at all. Like the phone I got, if it wasn't for the AT&T Next plan, it would have cost me $1,100. But instead, but with these plans, it's $20 a month. <laughs> like, that's, that's fucking great. Two years, I get another phone. It's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, this whole, the whole situation that we're in right now is, it's just so fucked. And it, it is fucked. And there's no positive around it, really. I mean, it's just, it's just accepting that we're in a world of shit mm-hmm. and, and pushing every day to fucking make it work. Yeah. You know, banking your money when you can, especially if you're on employment, bank that shit. You know why? Because you didn't you know you got a fucking you know you got a good yeah take it take advantage of it yeah. right but i mean you're gonna need it potentially going forward oh yeah you're gonna definitely need a lot more i mean there's there's a jesus dude i couldn't even imagine like yeah we've talked about like doing like prefix meals and like so many reservations for that kind of thing yeah and then doing like temperature checks at the front door and that's, yeah, that's how the yeah. night goes. We do two seatings and um, charge X amount of dollars that includes like four or five cocktails or something like that. And like, yeah, just having this is the group that we know will be here right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, just working in these grocery stores that I've been working in, I mean, I get my temperature checked every day I go into Schnucks. Yeah. They check do my temperature. Really? Yeah. They check my temperature every time I go in. How do they do that? Do they have like a gun, like an yeah. infrared gun? Yeah. Hit your forehead with it, you know? Um, it's crazy. It's nuts. It's nuts. And like, and, and you know, it's when you go out now and you go to a grocery store and you're not wearing a mask, you almost feel like you're the odd one out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because no, it's you definitely everybody's do. wearing them and it's just normal to see now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle for uh, for a lot of people. Um, but the faster we can get income flowing. The faster we can get the economy back up, mm-hmm. and the faster we can get a fucking vaccine for this shit, that's that's when it'll, things will start to get better. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Everything is so time sensitive. Like the vaccine's the most important part uh, because that's to the general health of the public, right? Mm-hmm. But for longevity, that economy needs a boost, man. Yeah, but I mean, like, will. Will people even come out? That is a, you know, I, I won't be the ones coming out. You know, I'll, I'll come out and support you guys, right? Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, how we, how I used to go out or how you used to go out, like, I'm going to kind of keep that to, uh, I'm going to slow it down and kind of watch the first wave do their thing. Yeah, keep it to uh, a minimum. Yeah, and just, and, and just see what happens. And I, here's the thing. I, I believe, I firmly believe a lot of people feel the exact same way. Yeah. I think there's going to be a ton of people that just aren't going to want to go out. I yeah. mean, I know a lot of people from my work. Like, because they're saying for us, when we start getting our accounts open back up, that we have to wear masks going into each of our accounts. Mm. Uh, and, you know, which is fine. But at that point, what's the fuck? What, what the fuck's the point of me even going in? It's like, yeah. dude, if I have to wear a mask, we might as well just FaceTime. Yeah. You know? Or just, yeah, just text message. Just, I just mean, text me. You yeah, know? you're not doing anything right. specific. What am I going to do? Am I going to, oh, I'm going to taste you on some product? So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make you take your mask off to taste this product? Mm-hmm. No. 
And that's I I feel like that's a thing that like yeah, I, I'm a government official and I want my economy to open back up, but how many government officials work in any type of like hospitality industry they don't. or or ever have? They don't. And they don't know dick about how the business works. No. I mean, yeah, you you know that you like those restaurants. I think they're more like fixed places. on like those white collar businesses, right? Well, I I think it's that, but I think it's also too like a part of it is like we got to get these people off unemployment. We got to put them back into some sort of job. And what what do, you, what do you think makes the most money for the country, right? I believe that would be social gathering events mm-hmm. and airlines. Mm-hmm. Any kind of entertainment. Uh, I think they make Oh yeah, Absol- substantial absolutely. amounts of money more than even like businesses, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, and then but then collectively every restaurant being open made mm-hmm. a fuck ton of money yeah. as a whole yeah. ma- probably made more money than sporting venues yeah i can see that because restaurants are open every fucking day most of them yeah sporting events are only there when sports are going down the only one that could compete would probably be baseball stadiums but even then you have 15 baseball stadiums that barely fill the park mm-hmm. you know it's almost like more expensive for them to have games yeah you know 100, yeah, a 100 plus games right yeah. uh but i mean that's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt us much because we're such a huge sports town and uh we we thrive off of uh the food and drink culture here mm-hmm. we thrive yeah i mean we, there's so I mean, many have, breweries in town and we have i mean we have some of the best food out there you know we just don't get a lot of uh a lot of love a lot of people just kind of overpass st louis mm-hmm. right yeah, we're flyover country. Yeah, we are. Uh, I mean, everyone wants to say, oh, our city is the melting pot. You know, I'm like, we are a fucking melting pot, dude. Like, we've got every every style of food you want here. Oh, yeah. The restaurant scene and just, like, the the culture of, like, restaurants and businesses that serve food in St. Louis is amazing. It's, yeah. it's astronomical. There's all kinds of wonderful places that you can go and of any variety think of anything you want for a city that's considered much smaller than like a chicago or a new New york York, yeah um the availability of so many different varieties of stuff is pretty staggering and like they're not just in other pockets yeah you can go to different pockets to get more concentrated styles of food but you you 10 minutes away yeah 10 minutes away in any direction you can find something that you want to eat yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a wild uh, a wild first couple of weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, it's sad, man. It's so. sad, and I don't even, it's not even gonna be like I don't think it's gonna be a wild first couple of weeks, man. I think it's gonna be a wild first couple of months because you got to think we only have three months before fall hits. Yeah, three months fall hits. Guess what? Boom, someone contracts it again, and apparently there's a mutated. Uh, a mutated. Uh, it's going to keep doing that. Too. Yeah, and it's, it's going to mutate gonna over and over again. And and not to mention, and everybody gets the COVID. And not to mention, on top of that, the icing on the cake is if we don't get these fucking Baskin hornets over in Washington taken care of, then we are going to be fucked. They're only going to kill all the bees. I mean, which eventually will kill. Causes, all, we're causes fucked. the end of agriculture, uh, but yeah, and then everything. <laughs> For now, we're okay. It's just the bees. You know, if they can't fucking, you know, if they, if they can't 
get rid of this in the next year or two, there's no stopping the spread of Asian giant hornets in the oh, U.S. Man. Isn't that a fucking crazy stat? Wrap your eyes on that. In literally a year to two years, if we don't stop it, and that'll fucking come in a blink of an eye, Ugh. we will have an infestation of Asian giant hornets ransacking motherfuckers, beehives, people. Where did the hornets even come from? Like, what? Like, how did they get here? They didn't fly across the ocean. They didn't fly, fly across the ocean. There's some people saying that they caught some trade winds. They caught air currents that carried them. I go, fuck off with that shit. No fucking bee is going to catch a goddamn current and just float thousands of miles how, across the fucking open ocean to get how, here. How far does a hornet fly? <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, I think what happened is whenever we have giant freights of shit coming in overseas. Yeah. That's Something how the little fucking bastard got there, right? Yeah. All it takes is one or two. Yeah. Well, technically it would take two. Yeah. It would take two. Yeah. Uh, unless it was one that was already fucking pregnant. Oh. I was like, oh, shit, I'm about to birth these little bastards and raise hell on the U.S. <laughs> Preferably the northeastern part of the state. North, Yeah. Northwestern part of the state. There you go. Preferably. The yeah. I like to climb it up there. There's a lot of bees. <laughs> lot of you know, bees. I like fucking them bees up. <laughs> fucking. Oh, you make honey, bitch? Not anymore. Bitch better have my honey. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch better have my honey. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, not anymore, though. Did you Fuck see that heck. video of Coyote Peterson getting no. fucking stung by a, an Asian giant hornet? No. Oh, does my, it suck? Dude, oh, my God. Does he does hate it? it? Oh, my God. So what? Does, have you ever heard of Coyote Peterson? Yeah, he's the guy that uh, he just takes, like, bites and stings Oh, yeah, he, just take, he takes stings. Yeah, I mean, prior to getting stung by the Asian giant hornet, he got fucking stung by a bullet ant. And bullet ants are fucking one of the worst things to ever get stung by mm-hmm. right and he said that the fucking the asian giant hornet was by far more superior of a sting than a bullet ant this dude's arm fucking swelled like it started out like that you just saw the kind of welt from the sting probably a quarter-sized welt yeah and then they drew dots around that and then another dots around where they thought it was going to swell up to yeah his entire arm fucking swelled. He couldn't even close his hands to a fist. I have to watch this video. And within 24 hours, he said that he's like, the pain lasted for hours. Jesus. And we're talking about like the full impact of the sting at first, that initial pain, which is always the worst. And it stayed that way for hours, dude. Fuck! I gotta wear long sleeves and masks. <laughs> All of this shit fucking sucks. <laughs> The fucking murder hornets, so dude. So bad. I'm telling you, God murder damn it! I, it's like, fuck COVID. I don't want to be oh. stung, bro. <laughs> Man, they getting stung in the neck, bro. And... What do you get just stung in the neck? You know, snakes and ugh. The world's coming to an end. Man. It's we're, get, we're, it... we're watching it take place. We're just recording pieces of history right now. That. Some future civilization will eventually dig up and yeah. Whenever, whenever anyone's fucking kid wants to complain about how their fucking their life's so miserable because their boyfriend or girlfriend of fucking three weeks broke up with them <laughs> because they just didn't want to give me a smooch in the mouth. Ooh, then you can f- tell them to fuck off and tell them you didn't live through twenty twenty. <laughs> we lost fucking Kobe. <laughs> we lost a fucking legend. Was that in 2020? Fuck yeah, Was that dude. in January? That was in January of 2020. Oh, Kobe Bryant went down in a helicopter. He's got an interview in that uh, Last Dance uh, documentary I was talking about. Uh, see, that's sad news right there. Yeah. That's sad news. Um, he looked good. Then, then oh, did I, did I? I think I have this fucking awesome meme. I think I saved it. I'd be sick if I did. Uh, ooh, do, 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 do. Please find it. Please find it. And 
God damn it. I don't. Uh, but it was a fucking meme about coronavirus. It was so funny. Everything's a meme about coronavirus. Everything's though. a meme about coronavirus. It's probably like one of the fucking first like. Uh. Oh, it was it was a Cinco de Mayo meme. Uh, <laughs> did you have tacos on Cinco de Mayo? Uh, I fucking for sure did. <laughs> Yeah, the first thing that came up was, oh, yeah, he goes, <laughs> this year, Cinco de Mayo falls on a Taco Tuesday. This is it, people. This is what we've been training for. And it goes, it goes, uh, <laughs> Cinco de Mayo lands on Taco Tuesday, but we can't celebrate it because of a virus that's named after a Mexican beer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Holy shit. How true is that, dude? <laughs> Fucking unbelievable, man. Oh, the irony. Yeah, that, you know, I can wait it out, dude. I can wait out the whole party lifestyle and all that shit. I don't really party that much anymore, but when I fucking get drunk, I get fucking drunk. Yeah, I Um, dig it. It's all all drinking from home. But you don't need to do it with fucking 40 people, right? No, not at all. You can do it with two, three, and have a fucking field day. Yeah, it's wild, man. I don't know what's going to happen. All right, well, it's been... Almost two hours. It's been fucking real. Yeah. Oh, dude, we tried keeping it an hour. God damn. Yeah. Well, we went over time. Uh, not a problem, though. No, not no. at all. Not at all. All right, everybody. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, yeah, just whatever platform you're you're hearing this on, give it a thumbs up. Give it a dick down. Um, <laughs> I don't even know that that's definitely not a thing. Maybe it'll be on Pornhub. Who knows? Yeah, you can put shit on there. Uh, but yeah, uh, just go ahead and like it on whatever social media. Uh, you can hit me up at collar and elbow. K O L L A R N L B O W on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, if you have any questions and uh, keep an eye out for the site inside the cage. Uh, it's going to be coming soon. Uh, we're going to have all, everything hosted on there as well. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll shell out and come up with some cool dumbass merch that people can buy. I don't know yet. We love merch. I like. I'm I'm a big fan of t-shirts. So oh yeah, uh, I'd love to have one with my own thing on it. I think that'd be fun. Other than just buying t-shirts that I wear uh, from other people. So uh, once again, yeah. Thank you, everybody. Andrew, thank you so much for uh, for joining me here today. Thanks for having uh, me. Thanks. We're going to, we'll do this again here shortly. For sure. Absolutely. I got, I got one, one more word of the the wise coming. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me. Before we sign out. Yeah. It do be like that sometimes. (laughs) It do be like that sometimes. (laughs) All right, everybody. Take it easy. (laughs) 